Shalom to all. Today's office Kusubasav Tzadi. Hey, we are starting the third line with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basar Yaakov Moshe, Hernes Shalom Shadav and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernes Shalom Shadav and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Shimon Ben Rabbi Avram Leib, his Nishalom Shadav and Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Mishal Yonasu Beis Nashim, a man is married to two women, Umachar Sadeu, and he sold his field. Which field? This field is Meshubah to both of their Kusubas, and he sold this field. Because for Rishon Lekeach, and the first wife wrote to the Lekeach, wrote to the person who was buying this field, I don't have any dinu dvarim with you, which means I'm not going to try to take this field away from you for my ksuba. Hashnia, the second wife, could take this field from Lekeach, and the first wife could take it from the second wife. That's because she's allowed to collect before the second wife's allowed to collect, while Lekeach and Rishayna, and the Lekeach's allowed to go back to the first one and take the field back from the first one. That's because Lekeach has the right to collect from property if this property gets taken away from him. It was taken away from him by the second wife, and the reason why he's allowed to go to the first wife and take it away is because she had written for him dinu dvarim elimach. That means that anytime this field is going to be contested, the Lekech is allowed to take it away from the first wife. V'chazeres Chalilah, it's going to go around in a circle like this, until they're going to make a compromise. And the same thing applies to a Baal Chayv and a woman who's a Baal Chayv. Now the Gemara asks on this, just because she wrote Dinu Dvarim Elimach, what does that make a difference? Why does that accomplish anything? If a person tells his friend, this is talking about one partner telling the other one, I don't have any Dinu Dvarim with you regarding this field, meaning in terms of our partnership with this field, I don't have anything to do with you, or he told him, I don't have any dealings with it, or he told him, I'm removing my hand from it. He didn't say anything. These are empty words that don't mean anything. So if Dinu Dvarim doesn't work with partners, why would the Dinu Dvarim work with his woman? So my answer is, what are we talking about over here? When this Lekeach, he made a Kenyan from this woman, so he was actually kind of her Chalik from her. Who cares if he made a Kenyan? Why doesn't she just say, I was just doing a Nachas I was just doing something nice for my husband. If she did use this Taina, what she would be saying is that if I didn't sign this field over, then my husband would be upset at me because no one's going to really buy it at full value knowing it can be taken away for Aksuba. And this would mean that she never really had any intent to be makna it. And so being makna it over to Lekech shouldn't mean anything. And how do we know that she has such a taina? Because Mila Tanan, didn't we learn in the Mishnah? Let's say Reuven sold the field to Shimon. So Shimon had bought it from him and then Shimon bought it from his wife, which means that Shimon got consent from the wife that her husband's allowed to sell the field. Even though he did this Kenyan with the wife, Mekai Batol, the Mekach is still Batol. Alma, we see that Yechel Hishatimer, she's still able to say, that I was just doing an achazurach for my husband, but I never really had intent to be machnet over to you. So why in our mission does it seem that the lekeach really is kainet from wife number one, and that she's not able to say nachazurach asisi labayli? So Rabbi Zera Amar Chista he answers like Hasha there's no stira. Hara Meir Hara Bihuda. One's a Meir, one's a Bihuda. The time you have a brisa, cause of l'risha and v'loy chasmalei. Let's say Reuven wrote over his field to the first one to Shimon, but she, Reuven's wife, didn't sign on it, and l'sheni v'chasmalei. Reuven wrote over a different field to Levi, and she did sign off on that. Ibdek subasa. Since she loses her ksuba if that second field was the only field remaining. Divir Amer, that's Amer's opinion. Now, the reason why that is is because she can't collect from the first Lekeach because he can always say, I left you a place to collect from, which we're going to see soon means that if one Lekeach purchases property from a Leve, the Leve still has other properties that can be collected from. The Malve isn't allowed to take from that Lekeach because the Shibud falls off of this property and gets shifted to the remaining properties. So that's Amer's opinion. Whereas Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, she's able to say, I was just doing an Achazrach for my husband. What do you have on me? I'm going to come and take from the property, even though I had signed off on it. And Verebi, the one that wrote the Mishnayis, Sasam Lahacha Kreb Meir, Vesasam Lahasam Kreb Yehuda. The Stam Mishnah over here, he wrote a Korn Treb Meir, and the Stam over there, he wrote a Korn Treb Yehuda. So there's no stira. Now, Marv Papa gives a different answer. We're talking about a Grusha, and this is a Korn to everyone. Our Mishnah is talking about that after this woman was divorced, she wrote to the Lekeach, Dinudvarm, Ainli Mach. And in that scenario, she really is able to be Michael on it, and the Kenyan would work, and there's no Nachazur Hasisi Labali because she doesn't have a husband anymore. She's already divorced. Now, 
Rashi Omer, he says, Kula Rabmeir, he, really everything's Rabmeir. And Vakali Kamar Rabmeir Hassam, Rabmeir only says his opinion over there, El Bishnei Lukuchais. When we're talking about two different buyers, the Amri law, because a second buyer can tell the wife, of this, if you really were just doing a Nachas Ruach for your husband, and that's why you signed off on the field when I bought it, you really should have done that to the first one. Why did you wait till me, the second purchaser, to write it off? It must be that you really were serious, and therefore I was cutting this field outright, and you're not allowed to collect from me, the second buyer. So it's in that case that a mayor would say that. But if there's only one purchaser, I feel the mother of mayor would agree, and in the cost of Leila Acher, and now Mish is picking up with step two, where he sold another field to a second person, and as to that second person, she wrote the new Dvarim Elimach, and as we just said, her mayor would agree that when it's two Lakuchas, she's not able to say, to the second Lakeach. And the market continues, now we're going to be talking about this concept of Hinachil Chamakam Lagba Semenu. Tanan Hasim, we have a mission over there. Ain't from Nechasim Meshubadim, Bimakam Shesh Nechasim Bene Chayrin. Abachayv is not allowed to collect from Nechasim Meshubadim, from properties that were sold already, if the Leva still has Nechasim Bene Chayrin, which means the Leva still has properties that he hadn't sold yet. Bafil Hanzi Buris, even if they're very inferior properties. Still, the Malva, the Balchayv, he has to go to these properties which the Leva has. And as we had just explained previously, even though these properties that were sold used to be Meshubad to the loan, since they were sold when the Leva still had properties left, any Sheba that was on the sold properties got transferred to the properties that were still by the Leva, and therefore the Malva is only able to collect from those properties that are Bnei Chayrin that are still by the Leva. Now, who has the following question. Let's say all these Bnei Chayrin, these properties that the Leva still had, let's say they got ruined. Is this Malva allowed to go back in the Meshubadim and take away from the Meshubadim? Or do we say that the Sheba already fell off of them and now he's stuck, he's not able to collect from anything? So Tashmah the Gemara attempts Uriah, we had just said previously, let's say the husband sold a field to the first person and she, his wife, didn't sign off on it. And then Lashani, he sold another field to somebody else for Chasmalay and she signed off on that. If the Ksubasa, she loses her Ksuba, that's her mayor's opinion. Now, if you want to tell me that if the Bnei Chayrin get ruined, Abal Chayv is allowed to go take from the Meshubadim, so need the Ksubasa Mishani, I understand that she might have lost her Ksuba from the second person because she wrote off the field to the second person saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. But Mirisha and Mia Tikvi, she should be allowed to go back to the first one, the first Lekach, and she should be allowed to take that field from the first Lekach for her Ksuba. And from the fact that we say that she loses her Ksuba completely, and must be in a parallel case of Baal Chayv, a Baal Chayv cannot be tired from Meshubadim if the Bnei Chayrin get ruined. But now, Amar Menachem Yisak, he says that's not a Raya. My Ibdo, what does it mean she loses her Ksuba? Ibdo Misheni, it means that she loses her Ksuba from the second person, she's not allowed to collect the land that the second person bought, but she is allowed to go to the first Lekach. Now, Amar Rav Rav says that can't be. Shtei Tshuva's Bedavar, I have two answers why that's not true. Chada, first of all, the Ibdo Lagamri Mashma, the Lashon of Ibdo, she loses her Ksuba, is Mashma, she completely loses it, and she can't even go back to the first Lekach. You have another bride that says, Let's say Ruven borrowed from Shemin, and he sold his remaining properties to two separate people. Because of Baal Chayv Lekach Shani, and the Baal Chayv wrote over to the second Lekach, I don't have any Dinu Dvarm with you, which means I'm not going to try to take that field away from you. What does the Rasha say? The Baal Chayv isn't even allowed to go back to the first Lekach and take his field away from him. Why not? That's because the first Lekach, I left you place to collect from. When I bought that first field, Ruven, who owes you money, still had property, so you could have went and taken that property, which means that the Sheba that was on my property before I bought it fell off and went on to that remaining property that Ruvain had. And now that Ruvain sold that property, that's not my issue. You can't come back to me the first Lekech to take my property away from me. And Rava concludes his explanation, Hasam over there, you the Afsid Nafshi be a dime. He made himself lose out with his own hand. Since the Baal Chayv wrote to the second person, Denu Dvarm Elimach, so he's not to collect from the second Lekech and he's not to collect from the first Lekech because again, as we said, the first Lekech Chatelam, But technically, in the case that we're talking about, where the only properties remaining by the Leva are properties that got ruined, so maybe in that case the Baal Chayv would be allowed to go to the one that had purchased the properties and take it from him. So we wouldn't have arrived from here, we wouldn't have an answer to our question. So here we have another attempted answer. Amalir of Yemen Ravashi, Tzadi Hamad Bezan Tav, Hamas Machal 
Yerushalayim. We have stories every single day that when this fellow's only remaining land gets ruined, that the Balchayv is allowed to go to Lekuchayis. Where do we have such a story? Dahu gavar the Mishkan leparadiso lechavir l'asher shnin. There was a fellow that gave his vineyard to his friend for ten years. He owed his friend money. Let's say he owed his friend a thousand dollars, and instead of paying him a thousand dollars, he gave him his vineyard for ten years. Every year was a hundred dollars, and at the end of those ten years, he was going to get his vineyard back, and he wouldn't owe any money. But v'kashel chameshnin. After five years, it got old and it stopped producing fruits. And getting old and not being able to produce fruits is like it got ruined. It's like this lashon of Ishtadif, it's totally ruined, and now the Balchav can't use it to collect his debt from. And they came to the Rabbanan, and he wrote a Mishtar Tirfa, which means the Balchav was allowed to go to Lekuchais. So the answer is no, Hasam Nami, they're also in Uhuda Sidwan they made themselves lose out, since they knew the Pardisa of the Kish, that his vineyard very possibly was going to grow old and stop producing fruits, they shouldn't have bought it. Meaning the Lekuchais that bought other properties from this fellow after he had given his vineyard to the fellow that he owes money to, they shouldn't have bought those other properties because they knew that their vineyard would get old and then they knew the Balchav was going to come and take their fields back from them. So really it is their fault. So we don't have a ride from there either. But now the market includes, If the only remaining properties get ruined, so then the Balchav is allowed to go to Meshubadim and take from them. And a similar related case on Rabbi Abai tells us, If a fellow tells a woman, are going to go to you and after you die, they're going to go to somebody else. And then she got up and she got married. Her husband is considered like a lekech. It's like he bought these properties. And the acharayach, the fellow who's supposed to come after her, doesn't get anything in place of the Baal. The Baal effectively took these properties away from that second person. The Gemara's command, who's this like Katana, it's like the following Tano. If you rose Nechasim over to a woman, and after you they go to somebody else, he told her, if the first one went and sold them, Rebbe says that the second one could take them away from the Lekuchais. Roshim Gamliel says, and this is what Abai holds, the second one only gets that which was left over by the first, and since the first sold all these properties, so the second one doesn't get anything. So Abai is like Rav Shimon Gamliel. The Gemara is holding one second. Did Abai really make this suggestion? From Rabbi, Abai said, Ezu Rasha Arum, what's considered a slick or sly Rasha? That's someone who suggests to someone else to sell Nechassim like Rav Shimon Gamliel said. If your friend Ruvain was first in line for these Nechassim, and you knew that Shimon was coming after him, and you told your friend to sell these Nechassim so Shimon can't get them, that's a Rasha Arum. So how could we say that Abai is the man of Amr, this first Memra? So the Gemara answers, Mika Amr Tinase, did Abai in this first Memra say that she should get married, so now the second one can't get them? Nisei's Ka'amar. He said that if she got married, so then the second one doesn't get anything. But Abai wasn't suggesting that she does it. Now the Gemara continues with another Memra, but Amr Abai, Abai said, If he wrote over to her that my Nechassim go to you, and after you they go to somebody else, Umachar, and then she sold them, Umesa, and then she died, Habal her husband could take them away from the Lekuchais, and the one that's supposed to come after her is allowed to take them away from the husband, and Lekech take them back from the Achraich, from the one after her, and then we leave all them in the hands of Lekech. The Gemara just first asked on this case before comparing and contrasting these two different statements of Abai, why is this case different than that which we learned in our Mishnah? Our Mishnah had said that we go in this circle until they make a compromise. Why over here are we not going in a circle? Why over here are we saying that all the properties are allowed to stay by the Lekech? So the Gemara answers, Hasem is Over there in our Mishnah, everyone's going to have a loss. That's because number one and number two deserve their Ksubas, and the buyer is going to lose his money if he doesn't get the land. So therefore we have to make a Pshara. But Hacha over here, Lekech, it's only like Kech that's going to have a loss. The first person that got them is this woman. She got them for free. The next person who's supposed to get them, they also were getting them for free. So the only one that spent money over here that's bound to lose it is like Kech. So therefore, we leave the properties by the like Kech. But now we're going to analyze this because also Rafam Amr Lishmaitz Kamei Ravashi. Rafam went and asked the following question to Ravashi: Me Amr Abai Hachi did Abai really say this? Amr Abai Abai had said this was the first statement of Abai. If he wrote his nechasim over to the woman, 
and then he said, after you, they go to somebody else. Amad of says, if she got up, she got married. The husband's And he had said in that first statement that the second one, the person who's supposed to come after this woman, doesn't take them away from the husband. Whereas in the second statement of Abai, he said that the second person is allowed to take them from the husband. So Amr Leir, Vashi answered him, Hasam in the first case to Amr Lakshi Penuya, he had given these Nechasim over to her when she was a Penuya, when she wasn't married yet. So therefore, when she gets married, it's as if the husband is buying them from her. But Hach over here in the second case to Amr Lakshi Nesua, he had given these properties over to her when she was already married. And therefore, Micah Amr what was he telling her? After you, I want that other person to be kind to them. I do not want your husband to be kind to them because at that point in time, the one that was giving this property away knew that she had a husband, so he clearly was trying to tell her, I want that other person to take them and not your husband. Now, the Mishnah concluded that which means that the halacha, the first case of the Mishnah, also applies to these two cases. Something Marcus explains, what does that mean? We have a the same thing applies when we have a balchayv and two lekuchayz, or if we have a woman who's a balchayv and two lekuchayz. What's this case? So let's say Reuven owed Shimon 100, and Reuven has two fields that he sold for 50 each. Shimon, who's the balchayv, then told the second lekuch, I'm not going to have any arguments with you regarding your field, I'm not going to take it away from you. So Shimon can only take from the first lekuch. But once Shimon takes from the first lekuch, now the first lekuch goes back to the second lekuch, and he takes from him, and now the second lekuch goes back to Shimon, and he says, remember you said, Dinu Dvarim, give me this property back, and it goes in a big circle until they make up shara in between them. And the same thing applies if the Baal Chayv over here is a woman. finishing the 10th of Just like we finished this parak together, we should be Zechah to finish the entire Masech together. And of course, all of Shas together. Everyone should have a wonderful day.